now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hello! I'm wearing half a tuxedo. Just Good. Good, because Out Now is a film podcast where we discuss new movies weekly. However, it is that time of year, slightly delayed, <laughs> because here we are talking about the about Hollywood's biggest night. Directed by Steven Soderbergh. It the Oscars are being produced by Steven Soderbergh this year. And yeah, that is what we're doing here today. We're going to be talking about the Oscars. Specifically, we're going to be doing our annual prediction special, where Abe and I and our guests, who I'll get to in just a moment, go over what we think are going to win the Oscars on Sunday night. It's a bit of a competition, but also just a fun way to kind of go over things before we get to the big show. So, talking about the big show, let's get to our guests. Joining us to go over our Oscar predictions for the 93rd Academy Awards we have from Fast Film Reviews, The Sounds of Judas Won't Stop His Chicago Promise, it's a it's Mark Hoban. Hi, everyone. That's a good intro, Aaron. Kudos. Also joining us from the Newport Beach Film Festival and the writer of the blog, Right to Recite, Father Time has taken one night and another round to push her Minari onward. It's Anna Bosch. Hello. Hi. I'm, I'm waiting for mine. <laughs> <laughs> Please so, mix five uh, five best pictures together. <laughs> okay, it's no, it's no. time it's time for a collective of octopi because here he is, pieces of an Abe. Abe and the Black Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, of course, glad to have you both here. Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and uh, I'm really looking forward to Steven Soderbergh producing the show this year. I'm hoping that if it's cinematic enough, we can nominate it for Best Film. (laughs) (laughs) Or an Emmy. A late entry. (laughs) For next year. Yeah, of course. And of course, my lovely girlfriend, Ms. Anna Bosch, how are are you doing this evening? I'm doing well, but I'm I'm nervous. Like, every year, I want to be Aaron. That's my goal. (laughs) It's That's all happen. I care about. I don't care <laughs> what I place as long as I beat Aaron. <laughs> exactly. High five, Mark. <laughs> Virtual high five. Yes. <laughs> Abe, you should feel great right now. No one wants to beat you. Nobody wants to beat me, but also at the same time, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to go with the, you know, at least 13. <laughs> at least 13 is a, is a yeah. good. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a that's above half. So decent number. Yeah. yeah. And now we're now there's only 23 nominations because they combine the sound categories. So you have even. Uh, I, I don't know if that increases or. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know if that increases or lowers your chances of getting half right. But. Bring it back. Wait, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah realize like, it. The sound categories are combined. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, people don't know what sound, sound mixing versus sound editing is. And rather that than learn sad. something, we decided to sweep it under the rug. Classic that's us. Right. <laughs> and it's just called sound. It's yeah. just. Oh, I didn't really realize that we were going to. I hope that means like six or eight people get on stage when the sound award is ending up. I hope so. Right. <laughs> well, let, let's do it, uh, folks. Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the Oscar uh, predictions here. We're going to go through all the categories. We're going to start off with the uh, the technical ones. And basically, we'll just uh, each go through which one we are predicting will be the winner and uh, go from there. Yeah, um, and talk about it as we do. We'll right. see what shakes out. Yeah, so let's shake it out right now with visual effects. The first category, the nominees are Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and Tenant. Let's start with Anna. What is your pick for best visual effects? Of course, I'm going with Tenant, one of my favorite films of last year. But right. it does mm-hmm. have great like visual effects, of course. But yeah, <laughs> so Tenant. Tenant is my lockdown answer for visual effects. Just going to chime in. I also have Tenant. I have Tenet as well. Mark, where are you? Yes, I have Tenet. Okay, so we all have Tenet. Clean sweep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think the odds are rather high. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I will say though that uh, the Midnight Sky won at the Visual Effects Society. Mm-hmm. Mm. I had a question for everybody here. Do the Oscars like Christopher Nolan? I don't yeah, think they, so. They like him I'm on just... a technical <laughs> <laughs> Okay. They like him on a technical level. Okay. All right. Right. Like Inception won a number of awards the year it was out. Um, mm-hmm. Dunkirk and obviously. Mister Mister won that year too, right? Yeah, Wally Fister won uh, cinematography that year. Um, yeah. And then Dunkirk. Dunkirk won another. That's right. Yeah, Dunkirk. Well. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. I can feel good about Tenet. Okay. But I'm just saying that because it's not in the best picture category, so. Yeah, none of them are in this uh, category, so. It, yeah. I know, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the next one, Aaron? Next one is sound. As we just explained, it is just sound this year. It is no longer editing and mixing. It's just one category. And we have Greyhound, Mank, News of the World, Soul, and Sound of Metal. Mark, we'll start with you. Where you have sound. I'm going to go with Sound of Metal. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. Anna, what do you have? I, I'm also choosing Sound of Metal. It's Best sound? I'm going with John Krasinski uh, from uh, that one movie where he <laughs> is on the screen with his big schnoz, as what, as what Aaron says. That's next year. Hey, that's next oh, year. Oh, so. that's next year? He's back. Uh, no, I'm going with Sound of Metal as well. It's a clean sweep again. Wow. Yeah, I think we're I mean, all... I think right when you watch the movie, you're like, this is going to win Best Sound. Definitely. Just because it gives you that that yeah. visual, like, well, it's a visual of how, yeah. right, the audio, how, like, the, um, the deaf characters and, like, what have you it goes back and forth and gives you that buffering like numb sound like of course like it feels like it stands out it adds to the narrative specifically it does it really does and i mean as mark has pointed out the sound's in the title so i mean that seems like a gimme right that's how it works (laughs) that's how it works right yeah okay that means that best picture is the best picture show all the time got it okay (laughs) all right let's move on to the next one uh production design this year we have The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, and Tenet. Abe, where, where are you at with production design? I got mean old Mr. Mank. Uh, <laughs> people love old Hollywood, and this place looks great. That's uh, that's my favorite Beatles song, Mean Mr. Mank. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anna, how about you? I also chose Mank. Mark? I have Mank. So we're really clean sleep here on all these Whoa. so far. I'll have Mank. I mean, what, what I, am I doing su- wrong? It's not surprising. I, there's, yeah. I would say the majority with maybe a, two or three, these are almost all locks. Okay. I feel that right. way too. I, I feel like this is one of the easiest years, to, and for once, the best picture will get to it, but I think it's easier to predict this year than it has been in many years. So, so know, real quick, real quick, I listened yeah. to last year's episode the, just to get a, a sense of how we do these shows normally, so I didn't forget. <laughs> Mark said the exact same thing last year. <laughs> <laughs> he still did pretty well, what, 19? I, I forget what we did last And I year. said, uh, well, and there, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, it's like... Oh, what, I picked 1917. We all did. I think we all did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but what I was going to say is like, Mark, you know why You know why it's easier this year to predict? We've had an extra month to think about things. <laughs> I don't know if that's helped. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like sitting on pins and needles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right. like, I'm, have, not, I'm not, I Mark, know. I'm not picking on you. It's just more of. No, no, no. Yeah, it's it, it, always, it certainly I, seems I, like. I, every, it, you know, every year I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, just saying. Every every year, I think it's easy, and then I, you know, I, I'm wrong. And then we look back, and it's like, wait, how did we pick this? This seems so obvious in hindsight. That's the other <laughs> thing that gets to me. Mulan won best visual effects, of course. Don't jinx it, Abe. 
<laughs> Anna, but I'm, gonna, guessing, I'm sorry, you were going to say something. No, no, you're fine. So I'm guessing we all are choosing Mank for production production design because of yeah. the um the nature of like old Hollywood, right? And that big whole show. I mean, of, it like, does look great, by the way. Like all the settings that they're in look great. It, it's it's actually I mean so I'm just a little bit of a spoiler with my picks but uh you know manga's the one got ten nominations this is the only award I have it have it winning mm-hmm. I'm in the same camp and I yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I I you know I really like Mank it'd be by default my favorite film to win the best picture but I just don't think it has many things on the cards beyond its production design which is you know. It's exceptional. They 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 remade Hearst Castle. Like that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> they put all those fake animals there. <laughs> it should have been a visual I mean, effects. I, <laughs> this might be this might be the only time we discuss Mank, but I was certain that Mank would get nominated for screenplay, and then yeah, the fact that it didn't was like I was floored because I even wrote that in my review that like the screenplay is what really makes that. Yeah. movie crackle it, and, it yeah. felt like that year when like um first man was not nominated for like two of the main things that it's great for and like why are you rubbing it in with first man <laughs> like because <laughs> like of course best, best sound editing though right i forget right now yeah anyway but of course you know like all these like same for screenplay like a lot of these movies definitely have you know talking in it but it feels like it's very conversational like that's what makes that movie um progress in a way mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. for mink so yeah, okay, I mean, it, yeah, no, it it, jo- it joins a number of films that yes, all re- they rely on the same aspect to be successful as far as why they're nominated to begin with, which is which, mm-hmm. is, which is key. Um, all right, let's move to the next one here. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. We have Ooh. Emma, Hillbilly Elegy, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Bank, and Pinocchio. <laughs> my sheet has accent. My my sheet has accents on it, so oh, that's why I said okay, that way. get it. <laughs> I'll say right now, I have Ma Rainey's Black Bottom for makeup and hairstyling. Mark, how so do you? I. But Abe, okay, good. Mark? I have the same thing. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Anna? <laughs> Me too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this, this, the board? this seems so odd because Abe always has something that's totally off, so I'm just like... I, I've shocked. had I've had a lot of time to to think about these. You did your homework, okay? <laughs> More like I think IndieWire did my homework for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so... reveal your sources. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. Yeah. This is the Washington I mean, all my choices were just created out of my own mind. So <laughs> there, there you go. go. I don't. <laughs> oh yeah. I I mean. Ma-, Ma Rainey, I think we'll get to it, but I think it's going to be one of the bigger winners of the night, really. Um, we'll get there, but I mean, it's got some things lined up, it seems, for it, but we'll see. But makeup and hairstyling and at least another category seem to be pretty decided in its way, in its favor. Um, next up, this one might be uh, one that has some, difficult, some differences, finally. Uh, editing. We have The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. Oh, you you have uh, Chicago. Is the Chicago on yours? No, I had a peanut in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Abe, where are you with uh, editing? I have Nomadland. Nomadland, okay. Hmm. Mark, how about you? Uh, so this is really one of, for me, one of the tough ones. There's two two awards that I really was just like going back and forth. I'm gonna go with Sound of Metal only because it won the BAFTA. Here, see, lock it in, guys. You heard what? it. You heard it. Lock it in. <laughs> uh, I have Sound of Metal as well. Oh, um, oh surprising. I 
Yeah. Uh, well, let's get to Anna. Which one do you have? Are you picking? Okay. I know, because this is one that's up in the air for me. But I didn't realize that Sound of Metal won BAFTA, but the Trial of Chicago 7 won the Ace Award. So that's why I'm kind of leaning on the Trial Yeah, that's, the trial that's a very good reason 7. as well. Yeah, I mean, that, that so, does make sense as well. I mean, And, they, and, and those those were the two I was trying to decide. Right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to split, I guess, right now, if you don't have to be with that one. So the Trial of Chicago 7, just because of the Ace Award, but I totally forgot about the BAFTA, but... I guess yeah. we'll see. I mean, it, neither of those and is then, the deciding factor. I mean, that's. But you never know. But I like... want to say, it, it's funny though because uh, Sound of Metal won BAFTA and uh, Trial of Chicago Seven won the Ace, and then you might think, oh, what did who won Critics' Choice? It was a tie. <laughs> they, they both won. <laughs> so you oh can't lose. <laughs> I'm I will say Trial of Chicago Seven. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, Charlie Chicago Seven is more of a traditional kind of choice. It, it, I can mm-hmm. get why they would pick it. It's flashy editing, and it, it's got a lot of that. It's more showy. Um, so I, I can't justify it exactly, but I really, I, I like. It's a maybe a little bit of my own personal feeling. I just like Sound of Metal more as a film. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, that tipped it in for me. I'm looking at it in the same way I'm looking at Whiplash, where that film won sound and editing, and there, I see, I see a lot of similarities there as far as how that could go and work in its favor, and if voters can kind of, if that's a thing they're identifying as far as what works in the film's favor, I'd, I'd like to think that that might pay off here. But again, Chicago 7's right there. It's like, <laughs> it could really go either way. That's, so no, don't make me feel better. You're trying to make me feel better. I'm not trying to make you feel right better. Now. I'm trying to... I'm, uh, he's just <laughs> presenting a case here. I'm presenting a good case. I mean, just like the trial of Chicago 7. <laughs> but honestly, They presented like, a case. <laughs> but like, my gut feeling kind of goes this down to metal and I'm going against it like I tend to do. Stick but... your guns on it. Stick your guns like me this is this is this is your chance right here if you if you feel like changing no it's it okay. okay no i'm not gonna i'll you know it's okay no Land's not a bad choice either i mean there it's, i i don't yeah you guys named all the ones that that had won the previous like the big uh editing award honestly like hey chloe it's your night it's your night you're gonna pick up uh you edited the film yourself you you go and win it is she the editor on the movie i think that she's like uh, one of the co-editors yeah okay Mark, I I could make you could make a case for all of these just in terms of merit. I mean, the father. The father really be my, well, would be my. That pick. is, yeah. It, there's actually really good. Yeah, editing. that was really well edited, and it's yes. you know confusing for the audience, and it, it's a big, review too. Yeah, it's a big part of why that movie is so effective. But you know, Abe, you're right. It it is edited by Chloe Zhao. She did edit. Is it only her, or is it oh, also somebody? She's else? the only credited editor on the film. Oh, there you go. So it's gonna be her name, buddy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's get to the next category. It is costume design. Here we have Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, Mulan, and Pinocchio. That, that weird, uh, your paper is making weird noises here. <laughs> Just wait till uh, uh, Robert Zemeckis' Pinocchio comes out with Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> you hear it plenty. <laughs> is it big part two? Because that'd be fun. I mean, he's got a puppet. The puppet probably grows so a little bit. <laughs> costume design. Uh, Anna, let's start with you. What do you have for costume design? Okay, this was a little iffy because I'm thinking, you know, period priestess. I'm going Emma Marini's, so I end up just going with Marini's. Mark? Uh, yeah, I also am doing um, Marini for costume design as well. I have it too, Abe. There you go, clean sweep. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one was actually I, I had to think about this one for a little bit. I was like, you know, they do love period pieces. 
Mm-hmm. And Ma Rainey is one, yes. But these, also, these are like, all oh, period pieces. <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, that's like true. Like Mulan well, and Pinocchio no, are more... Well, those are both more fantastical, but they're still technically period pieces. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, what am I saying? What am I saying? Never mind. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom's gonna win. <laughs> I, I would be mad if uh, Emma won, though. I thought, I mean, it's, it is the traditional period piece, but mm-hmm. it, it didn't... I like that movie, and it really didn't get many... I mean, it I don't think it got anything other than this. Awards, yeah. Well, it got this in makeup. That's the, you know, those two. I know what you're saying, though. And it, I was no, but, like, in generality of, like, uh, awards yeah, yeah, goes. I, like... I hear you, yeah. I, I would say, yes, it is, like you said, Mark, it is a period piece. It is also, like, for as far as costumes go, I tend to get a little eye-rolly as far as when it comes to these movies being nominated, because I'm like, okay, another one. But, like, this <laughs> yeah. was, what when I saw Emma, though, it was the first time I was like, okay, this, I actually get this, because it has a, right. it's not just that it's costumes from this time period, but it's very, like, pastel, like, it looks like desserts. Isn't it bright? It, it's, very yeah, bright. it's very bright. It's very bright, yes. It looks like. But when like, Aaron watched, you know, um, uh, the Olivia Coleman movie. She, he's just like, this is gonna totally win best costume design. So, which one? Uh, the one with uh, Emma Stone. The favorite? Yes, thank you. <laughs> no, I think it's pronounced the favorite. It's got an O U in there. <laughs> okay. So. I just realized makeup and hairstyling and costume design are almost exactly the well, same exactly nominees, the same. except yeah. for what is it? Uh, Mo- yeah, and Mulan, Mulan mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. costume. Well, yeah, they didn't want to put Mama's T-shirt as part of costume design. I don't know. It, well, we it just got really an extra looked large like shirt. it was. Yeah, it looked like an old shirt. They did a right. good job of that weathering it. Well, you know, I just found the back of my trunk. <laughs> well, weathering with you was also not nominated for best animated film. So it just uh, you know, there's was, was a lot of things going on. This year. <laughs> don't bump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we have cinematography. Here we have Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World. Nomadland and the Trial of Chicago Seven. I have Nomadland. Anna, how about you? I also went with Nomadland. Abe. Same. Mark. Same. Nomadland. Okay. All right. I think um, Mank might be the closest to being a spoiler, but I just don't see it happening. I think um, Nomadland pretty much. Yeah. Has it I mean, locked up. kudos to Chloe Zhao and all of her films so far. Excellent cinematography. Joshua so. James Richards is the cinematographer. He's done all of them? Yeah, they're they're partners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great uh, eye. Next up, we have original song. Okay, here we go. We have uh, Husevik from Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Ice, colon, the story of Ice, story of Fire Saga. Thank you. <laughs> I always want to say Ice and Fire. I, I, I was say. thinking that you're going to sing these titles. Uh, we have Fight for You from Judas and the, Mac Messiah, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, Losi, Scene from The Life Ahead, Speak Now from One Night Miami, that's me pronouncing an ellipsis, and then we have Hear My Voice from The Trial of Chicago 7. Okay, uh, Mark, let's start with you. What did you have for original song? I have Speak Now from One Night in Miami. Abe? Yep, Speak Now. He's gonna uh, he's going for that EGOT. Does he have the others? He has a Tony. Okay, so he's going to get, he's getting halfway there. Yeah, he's he's halfway there. He's gonna he's gonna be halfway there. Is halfway there a song? That sounds like a song that was nominated at one point. It's gonna be on the next album. <laughs> Anna, what do you have for the song? <laughs> I'm also going with Speak Now. I have Speak Now as well. So we're all clean sweep of Speak Now. Yeah. We don't I mean, think. Like, uh... When Leslie Odom Jr. starts singing in that movie, I'm just like, whoa! I was blown away. I was literally blown away in my seat, and I watched it at home. So. Speak Now is a great song. 
It's a fine song, uh, but my uh, want to win is Husavik. Same. Me too, Mark. It's not going to happen. But but... doesn't it just seem ridiculous? I don't, you know. That's why it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's also got, it's also got like the chill moment where she starts speaking in Icelandic and they cut to the guys like, she's speaking in Icelandic. I don't even like know much of this. I'm just like, is this just a made up song? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm like. Oh, I'm getting too old. I don't as, know. As the person that wasn't as huge on Eurovision, I when it was nominated, I was like, I guess that's one of the songs from the movie. I just couldn't really pick, place it until I like <laughs> heard it. He was like, okay, it's that song. It's like their big finale. Okay, great. Like, I'm, yeah, I, and I, it's I, the name of her town. That's why yeah. it's such an odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know it's Icelandic, so I get it. But <laughs> it's, got a, it's a lot. Of, it's got a lot going for it. I just mean in terms of me remembering this song, it just didn't really stick. None of it. I mean. Yeah. So now, consider that these are all at home. Do you think that they're actually going to have like the people singing snippets of the song uh, in their own living rooms? Yeah, I'm sure like John Legend will be playing piano on like a different screen, and they'll you know just you know past Oscar <laughs> winner John Legend, and they'll just have them all do their thing. <laughs> Is uh, he also I, an EGOT winner? I don't, he's not an EGOT winner, but he he has an Oscar. He doesn't have a Tony. Okay. <laughs> Was he has an Emmy? Does he have an Emmy? I don't, I don't know. know. You're just you keep saying he got. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Abe is just giving everyone one. Like you can have one too, Aaron. An Emmy? Yeah. I'll, he's, I'll, he's Oprah. I... You <laughs> get an Emmy and you get a Grammy. Oprah Mua. You get an Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> I mean, just to add to this, I do think Speak Now. I think because Leslie Odom Jr. is also nominated for an Oscar, we've kind of seen this pattern a couple times now in a row as far as other. You know, Cynthia Revo was up for an Oscar, and uh, Mary J. Blige is up for not like they're all you know mm-hmm. Oscar nominees that also had a Best Song nominee. So I feel like it's a, it's like a, a fitting like oh you also you got an Oscar for this one though. Like, <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. Uh, original score we have okay. Defy Bloods, Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. <laughs> There's a smudge in my paper. There, uh, it just says. Oh, soul. got it. it. Just says all soul. right, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> why would it elongate? Why would the smudge elongate the OU? Because it was a, it was the kind of smudge that looked really long, but was just hollow enough to look like oh, you want me to justify this? Just have O's, and then it had a little L at the end. It's like oh, it's a weird smudge. You're going for Soul Train. We get it. We get it. <laughs> Makes sense to me. I, I'm picking Soul, by the way. Anna, what do you have? <laughs> I'm also choosing Soul. Mark. I mean, it, I think Soul is an absolute lock. Yes, Soul. Abe. Roger and Atticus Ross. Yep. And and John Batiste. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he plays all the jazz parts. Yeah, yeah. Not, not just the that you're talking about the Mank team with the just those two soul team. <laughs> you got you got to add a person. There you go. And John Batiste, yeah, yeah. of uh, Stay Human. I will say I do like all these scores. These are all strong scores. Yeah, and they're the, all good. The Minari score is really good. Mm-hmm. It's from the, that the was, yeah the man who, did, who yeah the man who did uh, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. So like he this is like his, I think it's his second score. So good for him. He's already getting an Oscar nomination. He's like, got he's two two major motion pictures and two Academy Award nominations. Just one, but I mean oh, just one. He's gone from you know coming out of nowhere with that score to being an Oscar nominee. So it's yeah, good, I mean good yeah that black the Last Black Man in San Francisco score just so haunting and very good. Yeah. And the Minari score is very good as well. So it is, mm-hmm. yeah. Makes me feel warm fuzzies and sad pricklies, cold pricklies. Right. Like I was kind of leaning on Minari, but then I'm just like, okay, let's just go with Soul because of the jazz. It has a lot going for it for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's get to documentary feature. We have Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. I, are, is anyone not choosing my octopus teacher? 
I was close to using Crypt Camp because I heard a lot of great things about it. But yes, uh, I think uh, I, I, I am choosing my octopus teacher. But there's a possibility that time could win. Okay. Time does keep on slipping, slipping, slipping right up into the top here. Like it's, <laughs> there's a big chance that it could because of the um, the relevance. <laughs> I, um, I do think, yeah, it's, you know, it wouldn't be, out, and the documentary can be so weird, right, Mark? You know, there's, Oh, like... my gosh, it's so... <laughs> but... can be, yeah. I mean, so let's just talk about other films that could have been nominated in this category that weren't. Welcome to Chechnya, Dick Johnson is Dead, Boys State, All In, The Fight for Democracy, um, maybe to a lesser extent, The Truffle Hunters. But, I mean, there's all these movies that didn't get nominated. Time and Collective were expected, so that wasn't surprising. But... Uh, Crypt Camp, My Octopus Teacher, and the the Mole Agent. Those were shocks. My Octopus Teacher just kind of crept up. It kept like climbing and climbing the charts as far as people really like this. Oh, they like. Yeah. It, 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 oh no, it's well liked. Yeah. I yeah. mean, but like in terms of like that transferring into this is going to be an award contender, and then it is an award contender. It's like wow, good job. It's like a little underdog of a movie, and but it, this guy and his octopus. And it won the BAFTA, it won the PGA, so I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it, got everything. it's really got the momentum. It really does. As you could, you might say uh, that it has legs, Mark. It has eight. Yes, eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know where it lives. Under oh, the no. sea. Exactly, under the sea. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right. What's next? Next up, we have the shorts. So let's yes. talk about animated short film. We have Burrow, Genius Loki, If Anything Happens, I Love You, Opera, and Yes People. Uh, I have If Anything Happens, I Love You. Anna, what do you have for Best Animated Short? I also chose If Anything Happens, I Love You. Mark? Same. If Anything Happens, I Love You. Abe? Aaron, If Anything Happens, I, I like you. I don't know about I love you, but... <laughs> The others all said it. Um, okay, so we all have chosen <laughs> the same one. <laughs> uh, yes. <clears throat> I do think this is the... I think this is the strongest of the five. I will say, I think at least most of us are in agreement on this. It's not the strongest set of shorts this year for animated films, at least. Like I, I think in general, the are we going to do the other short yeah, we'll talk about subjects the too? Yeah. Well, I think I'll just jump in about like saying that we were talking off um, the air was just like how... I think these three categories this year is kind of lackluster. There could have been more options, I think. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, like even animation, because I know for animation, I've been watching a lot of short films for the festival. And there was a couple and I'm just like surprised some of them didn't make it. I think there was one that was trying to get like into the Oscars. What was it called? I think Aaron is the magic trick one. There was, gosh, what is that one called? To Gerard, was that it? Yeah, to Gerard, there, yeah, yeah, which is like, two... I, I believe that's in the um, like the the short like the program you can watch, like when you if you go see the short. Highly the commended. Yeah, there's oh, that cool. one. There's also um, another one that Aaron and I saw at the San Diego Film Festival was Grab My Hand. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. which I thought was very strong. Mm-hmm. And then there's one I've seen too, where it's, it's Wind Up. And there's just there's a lot of great animation out there. And just looking at this set, I'm just like what happened <laughs> but i mean with this one um if anything happens i love you i think it's probably one of the strongest giving that element of you know a school sh- a school shooting and a child you know mm-hmm. being um 
a victim of that for a family. So I, I feel like that stands out. And yeah, it, look, it looks like it's a nice, it's like they all, it's a good looking short, the hand drawn animation. Right. Or what have you. And then Burroughs, you know, it's cute, but, and it's also, if I were on what voting myself, I would. Or have, Disney. Yeah, I'd vote for uh, Burrow. Burrow. And, and there's nothing, it's not, it, it doesn't have any weight behind it. It's just cute. But uh, mm-hmm. that's sort of its uh, that's sort of its charm for me. Yeah, that's like a part of the draw. I like the idea of opera more than I like the short itself. But like, because it just works as a. a oh, I didn't like that. One. It, it, but I like the idea what it's trying to do as far as being like this constant. It's this constant cycle that repeats itself, and it just kind of pans up and down this structure. Like that's a cool idea for an animated feature. It's just it's just using yeah. it, it's it's a camera choice as opposed so to a opera that needs to be on a huge because it's so tiny. Uh-huh. I mean the little little characters. It needs to be on a huge huge screen in a gallery on a loop where people can go in and just study it and watch mm. it like you know two or three times. Then it it actually sort of develops into this sort of like you know piece of art. Uh-huh. But on a TV screen. You know, if watching it, it, no. it just doesn't, it's not effective. Yeah. You know, I agree with you because it, it, I mean, I kind of just looked away from watching it when I was watching it with Aaron because I'm just like, I, I was telling, I looked over him and we watched all, like, well, we watched the animation and live action where I'm like, a lot of these, like, when I'm viewing short films, these are the films, like, I would skip and just like, yeah, I'm not choosing this. <laughs> but, like, Mark's point, like, I, you know, that comment does make sense. Like, it can be more of, like, it something exhibits. for a narrative yeah. in a museum. Because, mm-hmm. like, it does have that feeling of renaissance. And if anyone's, you know, familiar, like, with Bosch, he does, like, a lot of, like, The Last Judgment. And it has yeah. to do with, like, it's kind of like, you know, the levels. Mm-hmm. A lot of leveling I, in his... I, in his... I, I cited that very artist in my review. So you're, like, oh. you're, speaking, <laughs> you're speaking my language. <laughs> As so, uh, as Powerline would say, you guys are speaking eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was thinking. I'm just like that's. Use that song for this episode, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That'll but be the outtake. <laughs> but it, it's a, it's basically a painting on the screen, and so a moving painting. <laughs> it's and, disturbing too. Like, and it, if you look at it closely there's things going on in some of those little rooms yeah. and stuff like what the oh that's yeah as i said I, I like the idea more than what it's doing but i still think it's an interesting like way yeah. to handle something anyway we're spending yeah, a lot of time but no, no, <laughs> definitely just you know google renaissance and also that artist and like you'll mm-hmm. be like oh i get it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um and no uh, stop motion uh, movies this year which is a shame i like i really like seeing the cleverness that comes with seeing that kind of that animation style mm-hmm. well nick uh, park is retired because yeah. <laughs> you think about the shorts that won for animation what do we have like piper bow bow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a few there's a few like there's a lot there's a lot of variety there tends to be yeah. but, uh, there's anyway some cleverness in the, in the yeah. shorts category okay so let's move to the next one uh we have live action short feeling through the letter room the present two distant strangers and white eye mark what do you have for a live action short I'm going with two distant strangers. Abe, same here. This was I hate <laughs> I hate this one so much because it it can go two ways. But I, I'm going with two distant strangers. Anna, what do you have? I'm gonna go for feeling through. Which is another like. And my, I'll, I'll, 
Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead. You go ahead. Go I ahead. was going to say, when in doubt, choose the big star, and that'd be the present, mm-hmm. because that has Oscar Isaac. Um, yeah, his... No, no, that's not that one. That's the letter room. But, sorry, the letter Oscar room. Isaac. The letter room. Uh, what's, what's the present? Oh, the present is what? Yeah, okay. The letter room. Sorry. The, the letter room, yeah, which stars Oscar Isaac. Um, and and it, is it the longest one? I think it's the longest one. I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes any difference or whatnot. I don't even know <laughs> how many voters actually see all these shorts, which is, you know, shame on them. We're doing a podcast and we've seen the shorts. Uh, but, um, uh, but and you know, feeling through, I think, yeah, it has that right element as far as uh, using a de- an actual deaf, uh, deaf and blind person as the, you know, like one of the key selling points of the film, as well as just adding to the film itself. The Two Distant Strangers, is, it, it's knocking right on the relevance as far as, the timing of this short the and the Oscar based. voting and cultures. And, and you could, uh, this was actually my favorite of the, sh- I actually liked the live action shorts uh, program the best this year uh, nice. over the other, other two. And I actually thought I, I can see people saying, Oh, it's a little bit manipulative and all that kind of stuff. But I, I, I dug it. I, I actually, right. I thought it was, and there are things in the film that the way he dies and there's a lot, put into that film i i thought it was quite well done this, it, is, it, this it, is not a spoiler because of the time yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah the listener it's a, it's a he dies at in every like three it, minutes it's a time loop film yeah, so yeah. It, it just oh yeah yeah it's yeah. a front of the show yeah, marcus a, uh, robinson it's, it's, says that you should you have to see this movie <laughs> but like yeah. so Anna, yes it's yes. a loop you know yeah okay so the reason why i went with the film that i did feeling through and like I will say, the present's my favorite out of all of these. I really like that one too. I think that's the best mm-hmm. one. Um, feeling through, I feel like looking back at years before, you had Stutterer, which was very light, mm-hmm. and then you had Seeing Skin and the Neighbor's Window. So then I'm like thinking, I get like re- relevancy, but a lot there's a lot of that. Like you just went over about like what was it, documentary feature, mm-hmm. what what have you? And I'm like, are you gonna give so many films because of relevancy or more so because of the storytelling you know and two distant strangers isn't so bad but i think it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going for too long where there's a film that you can see on youtube and it's called groundhog day for a black man and it came out i don't know maybe 2014 or so but it's not as like i don't know probably not like an oscar worthy like type short film but it kind of does the same thing but very it's quick mm-hmm. and i'm and i know these are short films but it's quicker for me and i i get it where this um two distant strangers i just felt like it just kept going on for too long <laughs> sure. and for me just like sitting there watching i'm like i get what you're doing but let's do this in a shorter amount of time um and so feeling through i feel like it's it is sweeter it's kind of like reminds me of stutterer where if you want to discuss like the black society where you have this man who is black, he's homeless and he ends up spending a night trying to help this blind and deaf man to get home. So I feel like that's more of a light. Complain on the sentiment more. sentiment storytelling. So that's why I end up leaning with that one. But the present is my favorite one. Another another point in uh, two distant strangers favor is it's on Netflix too. So it's very accessible. Mm-hmm. I I haven't like done the seen any like data because I'm very curious how much that's mapped to which shorts have won over the years because you're not wrong yeah it's on mm-hmm. the, you know those 
many of the shorts are on Netflix, and that's been the case for a few years now. So I'm, I should really, we should really look at that data and see like how much is this, this, <laughs> this is aligned over the years. Because I, I know some of them have won and some haven't. But uh, you're not, you know, that's yes, that is a factor as far as the accessibility. Same thing with uh, if anything happens, I love you. That's also on Netflix, and um, so is one of the ones in the next category we're going to talk about, which is a documentary short. Yeah. Uh, we have Colette. A concerto is a conversation. Do not split. Hunger Ward and a love song for Latasha. Abe, what do you have for documentary short? Colette. Mark. The love song for Latasha. Anna. Hunger Ward. This is we are all split on this one. I have a we con- all have, I have a, a concerto one. is a conversation. <laughs> In your face, do not split. <laughs> yeah, do better. Watch it win. <laughs> watch it be, watch it pick up the award. It, the the winners gonna be like and to the out now podcast. Ha ha. <laughs> Does anyone have any? So I will say. Yeah. So I have. Yeah. So I've seen all five, and I didn't have strong personal strong feelings about any any of them in particular. Um, I. I did like love song for latasha the most um it's actually it, it obviously it, it it concerns a a woman named latasha harlands who was uh shot uh in a, a store who the owner thought she was stealing a bottle of orange juice and that story obviously is 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 heartbreaking the uh, film itself is sort of a meditation on her life on what could have been and it's actually a very poetic sort of portrait uh and it's done with actors and animation and music and it's very creative uh and 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 somewhat uplifting uh, it also has interviews with people who knew her and i thought that sort of combination of creativity pushed it over the edge for me as well as i think it's also something that will push it over the edge for viewers if i didn't pick this one i would have gone with a concerto as a conversation it is the most uh, uh, straight ahead uplifting uh, okay. portrait and it also concerns um, uh, you know people getting ahead in life and, and it, it's it's more of a uh, of a uplifting it's also it's a father and son and, and the guy who directed it is the son doing it about his oh I'm sorry not father grandfather mm-hmm. it's his, about his grandfather and um, it's 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 heartwarming sure and you know we just talked about um, we just talked about uh, uh, Two Distant Strangers how it, it's kind of like we we're facing a lot of that right now in terms of like the, the tension and also the moment. And so do not split still in the moment as well. The Hong Kong protests uh, versus like the Chinese law rules. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, I don't know if Hollywood's ready to be like going down that pathway, which is unfortunate. Of and saying, like, let's uh, let's support Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. it, I will just add one thing about hunger word in a category that is about films that are tough to watch this Mm -hmm. is as tough as any documentary short i think i've ever seen i mean it's just really hard to watch i mean it's it's children that are so frail they can barely stand it it is it is an up it's uplifting in the sense that it is about these two women that are doing essentially god's work and and helping Mm -hmm. these children um survive so it has that you know that aspect to it but it it is it's tough Mm mm-hmm and so, like, yeah, Aaron and I, we normally watch these, and we didn't get to the docs, but my decision went to Hunger War because of how Mark was describing it. It's it's focusing on children and the malnourishment, and when you think, again, about just films and storytelling in general, like, mm-hmm. 
we were talking how like a lot of these films they do have like relevancy of what's going on in america sure but then it's like Right. Can we broaden that scope and like how mm-hmm. Ape did his choice where I am going to go with this one because it's focusing on, you know, a whole nother country as well. And, you know, there's there's things going on, not just here, but just anywhere. And that can be someone's story that, you know, can help the situation in some way to help them overcome with like the malnourishment, the conflict that goes on and taking risk and trying to help and, you know, save lives over there. And um, let's see, you just think about like the docs in that, like, what was it last year? Last year was learning to skateboard in yes. a war zone for if you're a girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's why also I leaned towards like this one. I'm like, you know, it has to do that was more light. And then was White Helmets was one that won. Right. Um, I think it plays into the expanded international voting base as well. I mean, as far as what they're seeing and what, you know, what kind of films they want to put their uh, their ballot in for uh, you know mm-hmm. things that are that are yes more yet less u.s focused and more globally focused right. right and so that's what i was kind of leaning on i was like it, it probably yeah definitely is not, not probably but it is you know heavier subject and given probably the visuals that goes on with seeing the malnourishment of these kids and stuff i feel like it'd be kind of a shock if it didn't win just because given the the nature of the film well, it, I mean, these are the the wild card categories, so we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see what actually happens with these. But I hear what you're saying for sure. Uh, speaking of international films, let's talk about international feature. Uh, we have not, another round: Better Days, Collective, The Man Who Sold His Skin, and Coivados Ida. I have another round in this category. Anna, what do you have? Another round. Mark. I have another round. Abe. Skull. Another round. Let's go. <laughs> It is, We're back on track. <laughs> it is up for best director, so it, I feel like that gives it a pretty good edge right away. Watch it be Kovadi Saida. I mean, I wouldn't. I honestly, I feel like that's the that's the potential spoiler, just because of how, just like you're on a you're just talking about with Hunger Ward. Mm-hmm. It is the I think it, it is the heaviest. Well, Collective's pretty heavy too, but I do think there's a there's more of an intensity to Kovadi uh, Saida, which uh, it, it's a really great film. By the way. I really like that movie, so I I wouldn't be surprised if it also. Could be a spoiler, but I do think another round just has the advantage um, in this this case. Collective, perhaps too, because it is up for best uh, documentary as well, which is rare. It just happened uh, a couple years ago with Honeyland, which is also a great film, but that lost. So what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> what did that one lose to? Like um, our favorite farm or something? I offhand, I I, I forget. Don't worry. I about can't it. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Something that sucked, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Oscar winner. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, next up, we have animated feature. We have... No. We have Onward, <laughs> Over the Moon, a Sean, a Sean the Sheep movie, colon, Farmageddon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. A lot of well, fun. I'm sorry, category. but I, Honeyland lost in the international film, lost a parasite. There the, you, well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't yeah, want to let that go because there's people either. screaming, screaming at the yeah, no. podcast. So I have to like. Adam Gentry is like screaming. He was the one screaming. What one documentary though? That's the, that's the other one that I, for last year. You'll you'll throw what you'll, the best documentary from last year? Yeah, from last year. As you guys are talking, I'll look it up. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Mark, what do you have Freaks, for? Ant? Was it? Oh no, American Factory. American Factory. There it is. Oh yeah, American the Obama documentary. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Obama. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> like, like, like they're like silent producers, but yeah, it's the Obama. <laughs> it, 
whoever edits this in post, can you just make my comments and just insert them like, you know, two minutes before when we had the conversation? No, I'll just double it now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what do you have for animated feature? Uh, soul. Abe? Soul. I have soul, and I'm super bad, but on a... <sighs> this one is, like, difficult for me, because I'm just, like... You love wolf walkers? I'm leaning on wolf walkers, and it's a gut feeling type of thing. Once again, I was telling you, I'm like, wasn't there a year... Was it last year, or was it a year before? Like, Spider-Man and this... Two years ago, yeah. And the Spider-Verse, I'm just like, that one. And I get soul is, like, Pixar and Disney, and you have that one and Onward, but... You I really got to dig the Wolfwalkers animation, though. Do you like it? <laughs> go with your gut, Anna. Go with your gut. I, I, I love like... Wolfwalkers. I would not personally be mad if it won. I just I can't see is. it. I'm just trying to think of, like, that's exactly, like, can you see this, like, winning an Oscar? And that's, we can see that, of course, everything. But, like, it's just, like, one of the categories that's bothering me the most <laughs> this year. Because I'm just, like. What if I go with Soul and then we're all wrong and it's Wolf Walkers? I mean, we're we're probably gonna be wrong for best. At least we'd all be short, wrong, right? so it'd be you know <laughs> nobody would win or lose in that scenario. <laughs> and so like then I'm like, do I want to be the one who goes Wolf Walkers and it wins? And I'm like, yeah, I yeah. chose that one. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. You gotta lock one in. What is what does Soul got there. does like for awards purposes like? It's won all of them. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. I, I believe oh. it, it win the BAFTA mark, you know, offhand. I I don't know offhand. I I, I think it's won everything. I, so. Yeah, pretty and sure. Every. I'm looking it up now just to make sure, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it won. <laughs> it won the it won the Annie Awards. It uh, yeah, Sold it won it. it won it won the BAFTA. Yes, it did. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, because the ballot that Aaron sent me is the the Rotten Tomato one, and so I get the percentage, and I'm like, okay, Wolf Walkers is 99 fresh. And critics, you know, 100%. And Soul is at 95% fresh, and it's 88%. Well, I hope you didn't use that for picking Bohemian Rhapsody, because that won. <laughs> that won a ton of awards. Oh, I'm going to be so mad at myself. I guess I'm going to just hop on the Soul train and go but, um, Soul. I just wanted to hear you say it. I like it. All right. So we got Soul locked I'm sorry in. that took so long. We've all got Soul, but we're not a soldier. <laughs> Shut up. Mark, we're waiting for your pun now. <laughs> oh, I, I passed. <laughs> All right. Next one. Adapted screenplay. All right. Borat's subsequent movie film, The Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and The White Tiger. This is, a, I would say, another potentially tricky category. I went with The Father. Abe, what'd you go with? Same. The father. You went with the father. Or uh, some people might call it the Faja. <laughs> Just, uh, I think, Mike Myers in one of the Oscar Powers <laughs> movies. <laughs> Mark, what do you have for adapted screenplay? So uh, I went with Nomadland. Um, it won Critics' Choice. Uh, however, the father did win the BAFTA. But I, I, I just feel like, you know, Nomadland has the momentum. So I like it. Anna? I also chose Nomadland. Okay. Oh, split. Mm-hmm. I like where they're right, well, out now with their name versus the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I, 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 um, it, 
I, I think it's definitely between one of those two. Miami might have been a contender early on, but it's not a Best Picture nominee, so I just don't think that's really in the cards for it anymore. So it seems like it's between, yeah, the what's perceived as the front runner, the Nomadland, or the father, which I think is very much reliant on its screenplay. So, mm-hmm. so uh, Borat, I think, won the Writers Guild, didn't it? It yeah, it's one of it, it's one of them because it's like it, yeah oh okay like it writers guild is weird it has a couple different kinds of awards so yes it or did it just win yeah I think it won over everything yeah you're right because promising only yeah more so it's interesting but it's Maybe not two. it's not a very few people are picking that it, it is it seems to be between Nomadland and the Father I would say and it's only an adapted well I guess the first one was an adapted too because it's based off a TV series yeah th- but, this is adapted but, but this is a sequel which is part of why it gets the adapted screenplay nomination but yeah it is um it's in there I mean, like, yeah. good job Borat. i mean it's like amazon i mean it has it has this and the supporting actress nomination so it's a you know it's a liked movie mm-hmm. i uh but you know i i don't see it going that i think the nomination is you know that's the, that's it, the yeah. glory that it gets at this sure. point as well as the glory of kazakhstan um <laughs> all right let's move on well done let's get thank you let's get to original screenplay here we have judas and the black messiah minari Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. <laughs> Abe, what do you have for original screenplay? Emerald Fennel, Promising Young Woman. Uh, Mark? Promising Young Woman. Anna? <laughs> I'm looking at I'm like, did I scribble over Minari and Promising? <laughs> but I, I'm going to go with Promising Young Woman. I have it as well. I, I, I think this is pretty done, but... Trial Chicago Seven could be in another. Uh, and it it that won the Golden Globe, so that's in its favor. Do As people the, love uh, Aaron Sorkin that much? I mean, it only won the Golden Globe, which is a thing to factor in as well. Mm-hmm. As you know, movie. who else won the Golden Globe? Ryan Phillippe. That no, that's not true. Like, <laughs> I don't know why that sticks out, but okay. Like, like how you immediately refuted that. <laughs> Well, because but first I made I probably made like a the, the most sour lemon face possible when you said it. it's like for what like what would it have been for? Well, Ryan Billy Whitmore, the Gruber, <laughs> Breach, like I don't, like what? Um, no, um, I, obviously for this original screenplay, uh, promising woman is is a strong contender. I you know having Minari win this would be fantastic, but I don't think Minari is gonna win for this one. Yeah, I think I think it just stands out as the kind of that edgy film that wins one award, like um, you know, like Spike Jones won, and uh, among others, as far as like the kind of standout one compared to other more. Oh, Aaron, movies. you're tipping your hand in the upcoming uh, races. Aaron, Aaron loves the movie Her by Spike Jones. We're, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a discussion too. Okay. That, about promising young woman. Well, we'll we'll get to that category. Get but there. Next right. up, we now let's get to the performances. Here we go. We have actress in a supporting role, Maria Bakalova in Borat subsequent movie film, Glenn Close as Mama in Hillbilly Elegy, <laughs> Olivia Coleman in The Father, Amanda Seyfried in Mank, and Yu Jung Young in Minari. Uh, so I'll sorry. I'll start first. Uh, I ha- I have Minari for for this one. Um, Abe, how about you? Yu Jung Young, hands down. Anna. Yu Jung Yeon Minari as well. Mark? I, I just going to say, I love how, like, what, two months ago, before all the guilds, this was one of the most up-in-the-air categories, and no one could predict it. And, uh, yeah, Yeo 
Jung Yoon from Inari. Um, she's won SAG, BAFTA. It's I think that's almost a lock. It's pretty locked. People were yeah. like, well, it's eight nominations for Glenn Close. It has to be it, right? And we're thinking, no, that's not going to be it. <laughs> I mean, no. We could be I, wrong. I mean, and, and that could, I, I think Maria Bakalova could win it, Glenn Close. I mean, it, 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 it could, but it could, would be but... a surprise. Yeah, I mean, like the the lead up to this has definitely been for Yu Jung Yun, but you know, to to everybody's point, yes, Glenn Close has been nominated many times. Don't win for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she's won, if she's been nominated this many times, seems like she can get nominated again. Yes, I mean, like she should have probably won for the uh, the wife, but you know, uh, not for this movie. Maybe Just she can make not... a sequel, The Ex Wife. <laughs> Also with uh, spoilers with, for the for the wife. Yeah. Who, who's the uh, husband in that? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jonathan Price. Irish guy. Jonathan yeah. English. Jonathan Price. Yeah. Oh, he's he's, he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know yeah. this award season has been so long. I think we can all remember a time uh, when Amanda Seyfried was in the lead for Mank for this yeah, category. I, mean, I was glad <laughs> that she got nominated because she's excellent in that movie. Well, she was the favorite at one point. No, Olivia no, Coleman's the favorite. That's in, yeah, she's in the father. Yeah, <laughs> we jump both of you and I jump on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next anyway. one. Actor to supporting role: Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of Chicago Seven, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, Paul Racy for Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield also for Judas and the Black Messiah. I, I mean, I mean, do we even need to discuss this? I, one? I feel like this, this is the guarantee of the night. Daniel Kaluuya. Does anyone not have Daniel Kaluuya? Yes. Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. They're gonna they're gonna use the speech where he says I'm back and you're gonna get chills and you're gonna be like this guy fucking deserves the Oscar. He's won every major award. No one's ever lost having won every major award, so it'd be quite the surprise. Yeah. And he's just I mean of course everybody's worthy, but I mean he's just so good in the movie. He's I, excellent. We talked about it, it on the if, review. If Sasha Baron Cohen's name is read for the Trial of Chicago Seven, I'm I'm gonna riot. <laughs> In Chicago? You're going to fly to Chicago and riot? I'll riot right here in, in the Bay Area. <laughs> no, I'm but... sure I'll have... I don't I don't know if anybody's going to be watching the Academy Awards, but if anybody is, I'll riot with them. Okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, but Aaron and I, we talked about it on the review, where it's like, hey, man, when Daniel Kaluuya is not on the screen, you're just like... Where is Daniel Kaluuya? Bring him back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Okay. We go from one of the most guaranteed categories of the night to one of the <laughs> least guaranteed. Actress in a leading role... We have Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andrew Day in The United States vs. Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman, Francis McDormand in Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a, long, it's a lot of pauses here, Aaron. <laughs> Abe, what do you have for actress? Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black, Black Bottom. Mark? I'm going to go with Carrie Mulligan. Anna? Viola Davis. I also have Viola Davis. Mark, I, I'm not mad at your pick. I I don't have a read on this entirely because every, so every all with the exception of Nessa Kirby, all four other actresses have all won major awards that could lead them to a victory here. Uh, Viola won the uh, uh, the SAG Award, Audrey Day won the Golden Globe, Francis McDormand won the BAFTA, and Carrie Mulligan won the Critics Choice Award. It it doesn't give you a clear line as far as who could be winning this uh this Oscar. <laughs> But, well, the Ryan Tomatoes yeah. ballot will let you know. Biology <laughs> is, is 98% fresh. And wow, Carrie thanks, Ryan Tomatoes. 90%. Uh, Mark, you have Carrie Mulligan for, for Promising Woman. She's very yeah, so. So she won the Critics' Choice. Um, Viola Davis did win SAG. 
Uh, however, people have won. Viola Davis wins SAG a lot. She won um, for The Help, and she didn't win the Oscar that year. Um, and this is the thing. So, okay, one of the ma major things, and some people point to the fact that Frances McDormand, nobody picked her, but you know, she won the BAFTA. But Viola Davis and uh, Carrie Mulligan weren't nominated for that award. And I, I, I do feel like if Carrie Mulligan and Viola Davis were in that category, I feel like Carrie Mulligan would have won. So that would have been another thing in her favor. Um, and I just, so I this mean, is does the that, thing. Does that count though when she wasn't in that thing? So she wouldn't, well, it's not in her you know, the, the reason why she wasn't though is because they had this committee of six people that chose all the nominees. So it was a very weird way that they did it this year. And they so didn't I, choose her. <laughs> well, those six. <laughs> Like, I don't think British. We know we're going to win. Guys. No, like Violet Davis, that's... and you all will be celebrating with a Coca-Cola. Violet Davis. Thanks, yeah. I don't think that's representative of, of the way people feel about it. And then this is the thing. So Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was not nominated for Best Picture, yet we're going to have it winning Best Actor, Best Actress, and, and then a host of other Below the Line awards. I just find that it just it's hard for me to pick actor and actress for a film that wasn't even nominated for Best Picture. And I think there's a lot of support under uh, Carrie Mulligan. She's never won. Um, I just think all those things add up to her winning. But I, 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 Viola I, Davis is obviously right there. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I just I do think the SAG Award is a big win as far as the actors make up the biggest voting branch in the whole in the whole thing. She is well liked. You're not wrong, and I think that you know they did her dirty when they gave Meryl Streep an award for the Iron Lady back in back in 2012 or whatever. So yeah, but she, but she does hair, have an Oscar. She does have an Oscar. Yeah, she does have an Oscar, right? But I just you know I, I think uh, and, and a well deserved Oscar too. But I mean, some people like even numbers, so it's better to have two Oscars than one. That's what Denzel says. Exactly. <laughs> That's supporting and best actor. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, one of each. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, I mean, what can you say? I guess, you know, he found the glory. <sighs> okay. We're not doing puns anymore? <laughs> I guess but, we so better go how... back for our trading day. No, so all, 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 three, Mark, we don't all three of you pick Violet Davis. Time. Are you guys like, like, I'm not secure in my, my pick. I I, I, I kind of was 50-50. But do, are you guys very secure? Are you because you, it's not in in terms of like the way people are talking about it. Uh, Carrie Mulligan is the front runner. I, I I would not be. But I but I, I agree. It, it flies in the face of SAG and and you know. Uh, and Rotten Tomatoes fresh ninety percent. <laughs> Woo! I do think yes. I do. I don't think it's the. I don't think that it's pointing either way i think this is one of the biggest toss-ups of the night as far as what happens and I, I don't even think it just stops there i do think that i i doubt francis mcdormand gets it i do think andrew day maybe out of nowhere just pulls up with the the bad movie that she's in and somehow still wins the oscar <laughs> or vanessa kirby pulls like an adrian brody and it's just like the new kid on the know. block suddenly comes out of nowhere she's gonna kiss holly berry andrew day has 53 percent so it's not even she's her acting is not fresh i mean i i, I agree her acting a, is fresh the, the movie is the not fresh. bad the movie is not good. but that's not it wouldn't be the first time in that i mean like no oh, meryl yeah. streep won a the, won the, an the Oscar iron lady you're just talking about for a, yeah for or the blind side or bohemian rhapsody i mean these are, <laughs> these are oh that's right it's the movie i don't know why like i'm thinking it's yeah, yeah. Like, they wouldn't <laughs> they wouldn't individually <laughs> give her a rotten oh yeah they're, yeah, they're not <laughs> i'm just thinking because it's the oscar ballad that I don't know. It's, I'm tired. Shark Tank is on. Well, we're, almost oh, we're almost done. Next category. <laughs> Actor in a leading role. 
Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for My Rainey's Black hmm. Bottom, 98% fresh on tomatoes, Anthony Hopkins <laughs> for The Father, and oh. Gary Oldman for Mank, and Steven Yun for Minari. First off, what a great set of actors <laughs> in this category. Yeah, like, it's just a category. really strong category. Um, I have Chadwick Boseman. Abe, how about you? I have Chadwick Boseman. It's going to be the uh, probably the, the most heartfelt moment of the night. Anna? Oh, gosh. I'm kind of split with Minari and, and Boseman. Okay, skip me to Mark, and then I'll... Mark? Well, I mean, I tipped my hand when I was talking about uh, actor and actress. Well, I heard so, it. Yes. Chad, Chadwick, yeah. Chadwick Boseman, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I just, like, I know, like, it's like getting a, what is it, how do you pronounce it, like a posthumous, posthumous, a posthumous, 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 <laughs> a posthumous um, award, it's just like, I get it, but it's just like. But there's so much sentiment behind it, I, I just, and plus he gave a great performance, I mean, he, he gave, gave a great performance, performance. Yeah. it's not and like, oh, we're, we're giving you're him right, the award you're because. Right. And, and, you're right. and the Academy was I, like, I, you I know just, what, Daniel Kaluuya, we're going to put you in Best Supporting, so we can give the Best Actor to, to Chadwick Boseman. You're right. You're you know, right. Delroy, the no, we're not going to nominate you. <laughs> so we yeah, no. you're like, Delroy, you did great, but you came too early. But how about, like, even Riz Ahmed? Like, is he, has he been, like, he... talk about front runners? Like, he has won he independent been film Spirit Award. He won the Spirit Award last yeah. night. But, Thank uh, you. Yes. It's not, a, it's not a factor at this point. No. Voting okay. Entry. I'll just, I'll go with Chadwick Boseman. It's going to be Chad. Well. I mean, yeah, honestly, the only other person that I would think even challenge Chadwick Boseman is, is Riz Anthony Hopkins. It's Hopkins. Oh, no. yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Oh. He won the BAFTA. And honestly, I think Anthony Hopkins gave one of – I mean, it's hard to say this with an actor that has been acting as long as he has. But he gave one of the greatest performances of his career in yeah. that film. I, I just was blown away by it. But It's, it's, um, it's one of his top five, Silence of the Lambs, Magic. <laughs> remains of the day right. the father Magic. and transformers the last night those are the five no it's it's no be joe black man come on that's that's number six it's right there <laughs> oh close close number six thor ragnarok is a uh, number six specifically oh ragnarok. yeah he totally wins for that one when he's when he's pretending to be loki but no the, yes you're not mark you're not wrong the father is he's absolutely fantastic yeah, he's... In it, and... oh that's that's the award that ryan philippi won fracture fracture he did that yeah with, <laughs> he, he did that with anthony hopkins no that's that's ryan gosling I can understand the confusion. <laughs> no, no I, I love it, though. I love that one. It's a repeat joke. We brought it back. Thank you, Mark. Uh, it's going to be Chadwick Boseman. I'm going to – I'm I'm bracing myself for – Oh, yeah. For this. I'm mixing up those Ryans. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Let's get to it. Best director, we have Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman, David Fincher for Mank, Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. I mean, come on. It's we all have the same thing, don't we? Chloe Zhao. Uh, yeah, I have Chloe, Chloe Zhao. Zhao. Yes. She's won everything leading up to this. It's another pretty solid lock as far as the the night goes. Yeah. Um, and we can roll this into the next one. We have Best Picture, big award Last of the night. Category. We have The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago Seven. And Tenet. Special award for Ted. Special sentimental favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Abe, what do you have for best picture? I have Nomadland. Mark? Nomadland. Anna? Okay, this one, I'm kind of leaning on Minari, but I'll go with Nomadland. I, I, I certainly appreciate your enjoyment of minari i mean it's it's a, it's a great movie abe agrees with i really like it's minari. a great movie if it won for best picture i would be 
thrilled and ecstatic. I would be too. I, I mean, I, I loved it. I have like, it maybe is a, not a true gut feeling, but then I'm like, you know what happened last year with Parasite? I was like, you know, Minari could just totally win. I, mean, I, I would not be upset. I, no one would be upset, but Par- Parasite was like on a good trajectory to like get a lot. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, well, like, made those uh, Oscars kiss each other. So Minari, <laughs> Minari's like maybe third in line. Uh, but I think like in, in Chicago, looking so. at this um, lineup of best pictures, I think Minari is probably the best, in my opinion, the best film. Sure. Um, to win a best picture, but I would agree mm-hmm. with you in terms of uh, the strength of the movies here. But Nomadland, just leading up to it, it's won everything. I have Nomadland mm-hmm. as well, by the way. Yeah, I, I mean, I keep saying this, but PGA, DGA. BAFTA, Golden Globes, Critics' Choice. It, it won everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't wait for the Eternals. Trailer or Park of the Year Award, Eternals. I believe, was in there, too. Trailer Park of the Year They have awards now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know who's going to be so uh, mean. not on the stage? That's not mean. They could have awards. They could. Oh, my goodness. You never know. That'd I be pretty cool. Somebody from that, somebody from that uh, guild right into us. That'd be pretty cool <laughs> if they formed a guild. Yeah. They all see movies? Exactly. In their camper vans. So we okay. So <gasps> we, we've gone over all the categories. We there's a few places we split up. So you know there's certainly a a, a, a competition to be had as far. I as mean, so it, I can see it's going to happen with Best Actress. I'm either going to pull ahead or I'm going to fall behind. That's <laughs> Mark. We all know documentary <laughs> short's going to be the make documentary or break category. Like, well, that's really going to make or break us. We all have something different. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's that and what like screenplay and. Um, Sound and, sound and film editing. Not sound, just the, the editing. Editing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, editing. yeah. Regardless. Okay, so yeah, we've done it. We've gone over all the categories. Did it. Um, but the ceremony is this Sunday, so I'll be back right after to talk about the uh, the results uh, yeah. and what happened, and go over who, uh, of course, uh, wrangled most glories, and if Abe was able to get over thirteen. Which, given the fact that we I, all I have think, very close yeah, line like, to mix, it's, it's pretty I good. Think it's like at least 15 this Unless year. we all do terrible, um, <laughs> Abe's got a good shot. Damn you, Abe! <laughs> definitely like hearing everyone. It feels like we definitely like touch base on a lot of similarities. For sure. Than than the past years. Yeah, certainly. How do we, uh, Aaron? How do we all vote on film editing? Sound and sound and metal for. Mark yes. and Aaron was out of metal. I have no Aaron, And yeah, yeah, it was no man, and I was trial of Chicago Seven. Yeah, so we got yeah, a few. Okay. Got got a challenge there. Mhm. And yeah, I I mean, with all that said, I think that's gonna do it for this week's uh, or this bonus uh, predictions round. Um, where can people find more of your guys' work online, Mark Hoban? Uh, you can read me or read my reviews on my personal blog, uh, fastfilmreviews.com, and you can also follow me on Twitter, Mark underscore Hoban. Uh, Anna, where can people find more of you online? I'm on Twitter at Right to Recite, and I also have a blog that's titled the same at Right to Recite WordPress.com. Abe, our friends from my Instagram, Abe.moo, and Twitter.com slash WalrusMoose, hashtag Pinocchio Soul. <laughs> have you guys seen Whatever Pinocchio? Aaron was saying that it was also elongated. I, I haven't. I've heard good things, and I like, you know, giving Roberto Benini a second chance on Pinocchio projects. That's just a rule of mine. So. Yeah. How is he going to step like, over oh, the chairs boy, this there's time? another one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, I, wanted, I know it's coming to Blu-ray fairly soon, so I'll try to, you know, I, Anna and I, I'd be like, happy to watch Pinocchio, Pinocchio with you at some point if we get a chance to. Um, I think it's mean... on Amazon 
Prime for like 99 cents. I was looking for it one time. Wow. Oh. Less than a dollar. Yeah, I'm plugging Pinocchio here on your podcast, but, <laughs> and, and getting nothing for yeah, it. Yeah, like no kickback. I, I haven't, I haven't, and I haven't even seen it yet, so I, I can't speak for it. But oh man, our Pinocchio was, review was... episode is going to be great in a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, on our ninth episode, when we all gather together again <laughs> to talk about Pinocchio. All right. All right. Where can people find more of your work? Thank you. I'm on Twitter, Darren's PS4, and I'm writing at We Live Entertainment and WhySoBlue.com and my personal blog, TheCodyZeke.com. Everything I can do ends up over there. Uh, you, you know where you can find this podcast. It's yeah, all we're, the on place. The, we're on Yeah, and then follow us on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, thank you, Mark and Anna, for joining us for this you, predictions you, round. Anna. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yes, we'll see who comes out the winner. Okay, uh, but that is going to do it for this uh, <laughs> this episode. Um, I hope everyone uh, got some good tips because I know they furiously raced to iTunes to download this podcast episode <laughs> to hear the predictions before they put their final ballots in. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it. So until uh, Sunday night, that's going to do it. So until next time, so long. And goodbye. And you want yeah.